record. Can I just put that here? Is that, yeah, is that right? Just like that? No problems. Can I ask, is there much difference in emotion between coaching a premiership and playing one? Uh, that's a good question. But they are different. Um, you played in two, sorry. Yeah, I was very fortunate to, to, to play in two, but it's completely different as a coach. I, I think it's more of a, um, as, a, as a coach, it's more of a proud father type moment. Oh, right, and yes. you see. Sorry, I just want to check. Yep, all yeah. good. Um, it's more like a proud father type moment where you're seeing a group of, of young people that you've worked with over a, a long period of time, really, and yeah. being able to achieve something that, that you did and, and dreamt of as a boy. And, you know, I remember sitting there thinking to, to the back end of the grand final there when we really had the game in in hand and, and thinking about the people that had, that had been part of the journey along the way. And you start to get a little bit emotional about that. And, Realise how lucky you are to be a part of something, you know, like this. Yeah. So the the emotion is very very different as a coach as it was to a player. As a player, it's more of a a sense of relief. I think that you've yes. won one. My father said that that was his first emotion. Yeah, well, it was won. mine first, yeah. uh, my first one too, to be honest. And then it's um, as a coach, it's more of a sense of achievement. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, because you you probably. <laughs> living your dream through others so to speak but it meant so much more to me as a coach than it did as a player um is there much difference in the damien hardwick as coach in 2010 than now yeah absolutely um, oh yeah I, you know i only think of it before when i came back in i think i was 35 or 36 thereabouts when i first started this okay. job and right. what am i now 45 so maybe 37 maybe i'm not too sure but um you know i always was the, the was always of the opinion that your first day is your worst day as a senior coach and you get better from there on in and you know I still look at it now and you know I consistently ask my players to improve and, and Damien Harvey the coach has to demand he improves as well because um, the thing I've certainly learned over the course of you know 10 years of coaching excuse me that <clears throat> I haven't got all the answers um, you know I think when you're probably young gung-ho coach and you're starting you feel like you have got all the okay. answers as a coach and um yeah the the greatest phrase i think i've learned over the you know the last three or four years is yeah i don't know um but yeah it might seem <laughs> funny okay, sometimes yeah, well it is okay, okay. Yeah. And, you know i don't know but i'll yeah. certainly find out or I'll give it a try to see so we can do with that so um you know the growth within me as a coach has been you know incredible really from where I started to where I am now. When my father coached, I remember him coming home after a loss. Yeah. Unfortunately lost quite a lot <laughs> back then. Uh, and he couldn't sort of disconnect from the game. Yeah. Watch replays, move the magnet board thing that he had on his fridge. Yep. How do you sort of handle a loss? Yeah, it's it's a good point you make. Um, how does your family handle the losses? Yeah, I'll start with, start with me first. It, it is very hard as a coach to, to leave the loss behind. It is the one thing, you know, even we've, we've won a lot of games over you know, the last two years. But when you lose and you lose in a way, you sort of feel like, geez, for some unknown reason, you can't see where your next win's coming from, even though we've won a lot of games. And so it's really, really hard. And, and I was probably the same as, same as your dad about... I'd straight away when I get to work, okay, well, how do I get it better? What do I have to do to get it better? Moving magnets, putting this player there. And funnily enough, sometimes that's the worst thing. You actually need the the dust to settle a little bit before you start making some decisions. So I really did struggle. Um, 
I've been very fortunate in my career, you know, similar to your dad, I won a lot of footy games throughout my life, you know, really, ever since I started playing as a kid to when I was an AFL player, I think I missed finals once in AFL, um, you know, when I played, and I think three times or whatever it was as a coach. So, you know, I've been fortunate to win a lot of games. And so losing to me, I did struggle with, and that's why 2016 was so hard because I'd never been through a season like that in my life. Um, and here I was trying to figure out a way to get out of it. So I, I really did struggle with the losing of games and also the more the stigma of being a loser, if that makes right, sense. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, my family found it really hard. Probably the, the, the thing as a coach that you can do is you actually get to come into work every day and make it better and, and work your way through things to understand why it is happening and what can we can do to make it better but your family really sit on the periphery. And so they're getting more questions from the outside. Yeah. Well, what's going wrong? Are you okay? Sort of thing. And that, that makes it tough on them more so than it does on me. You know, I'm really in a protected environment here where my life throughout the year is basically I, I go to work, you know, I go home, I get my coffee, I come to work, I go home, and it all starts again. I'm very, very much protected from that. But your family is very much on the, um, the external side of it. Can I talk? Can I yep, talk just right. about the 2017 grand final? Yep. <clears throat> you said late, late in the. Sorry. Do you know at which point you sort of thought, okay, I think we're right here? Uh, when we're going to win? Yeah, I yeah. burst into tears when Brandon burst into tears. Sort of. At that yeah, start, I, I was relatively, goal. I was relatively confident in the, the third quarter. We had that burst, um, burst of goals. You know, yes. I think the, I think there's a really good bit of play that the Grig handball to Lambert. It might have been the Castagna goal. But those sort of goals were they real momentum goals for us, but they were pretty demoralising to the to the Crows as well. Yeah, they were, and it's like, geez. And I, I felt we're in a really strong position. And as a coach, you've always got that. Well, listen, we're just going to need one more, one more, one more. But probably the um, the the real moment where it sank in was the the Dan Butler goal, right. the banana kick on the boundary line, and, and it was funny. I remember watching the goal go through and. Yeah, it's when the emotions started to hit because our families were sort of sitting around that area where we were sort of looking for the ball to go through up in that, that top stand. And I remember trying to see if I could somehow see my family sort of thing, just not, not for no reason in particular, but just, to, you know, the connection I, I felt with them at that moment was really important to me. But that was probably the time where I felt we've got it and we can start to enjoy and laugh a little bit more and... I'll, yeah. Well, that's when, when I cried. So yeah. I was behind the goals up there. So. Oh, it is well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, um, can you can you hear the Richmond supporters in the coach's box? Um, can you hear? I mean, we, there were some final matches there that were just like the yeah, I, game. Yeah, I wouldn't say I could hear them. I yeah. can. This might seem funny, but I can feel them. Okay. Their yeah. energy yeah. is. Um, you can see them reacting. Yeah, absolutely. But you can but hear. You know, yeah, you can hear them, but you can more feel them. You know, the, the vibrancy, you yeah. know, the, the energy. And, yeah, that, that goal against GWS, the, um, you know, I still remember the player, I think it was Cochin kicks it, Jack makes a good contest, Dustin Rhodes with handballs it to Lambert. The, the feel of that crowd noise coming through the box was incredible. Something I'll, I'll never forget. You know, I, can, I still get shivers down my spine thinking about it now. Um, Rich, Richmond's got an energy about it that, oh, you know, I've been very fortunate to play with a lot of big clubs, but I've never felt anything like this club. Yeah. Um, it's different in, in a lot of ways. The, the, 
everyone will say they're passionate, their supporters are passionate, but yeah, the Richmond supporters are always prefaced with the oh, he's mad, he's a crazy. Yeah, there's always an adjective to describe a Richmond supporter, which I've just found. It's part of the charm of this club, you know, and I sit there and, you know, people always go, who are your kids buried for? They're Richmond, they're done. Right. They won't ever move. Like, regardless whether I go to yeah. coach somewhere else, which I have never happens, but, yeah. you know, well, there's something about it. Yeah. It's a special place. Well, they picked a good club. Yeah. Uh, just two quick questions then. Yep. Um, uh, before each game, you would give a or you give a pretty much speech, and yep. there's some sort of theme that you do, or you put things up on the yeah. whiteboard. Or yeah. Where do all those ideas come from? Oh. Are, you, are you seeking those out? Or yeah. Do you come up and say, "I read this, saw this," or are you a bit of a there's history a co- buff? There's a combination of both. Um, you know, I, I do enjoy, and I've had some help, you know, bringing out stories in my my coaching because you know, once you get in your coach for a period of time, you, you, you know, Alan Jeans had the great. Um, you know, antidote really about cooking the sausages. You can grill them, you can fry them, you can carry them, all those things. And that's what coaching is, really. It's trying to re-inspire through, you know, through storytelling. And, you know, a lot of the stories, I will start with a, a concept and then I'll go to someone, what do you think of this? You know, have you heard about this? And, you know, then it's a bit of a collaboration to, to yeah. see where we end up. But, you know, we had a real enjoyment. And I think the players had a general... You know, enjoyment of the stories, whether it was a historical tale or yeah. a, um, a theme from a historical figure as such. Game of Connect Four was one. Of the yeah, there was. You know, like, yeah, it was funny. Like last year, the, the preliminary final, we we spoke about the wrong uh, the song Bohemian Rhapsody about how um, right. you know the song was made by the band Queen, obviously, which were a bunch of misfits that weren't necessarily the most talented musicians. Um, going around but they as a collective group they're an outstanding band you know had these incredible amounts of hits and we sort of spoke about how that summed us up listen we're not the most talented side but when we get together we do a special you know we become special in a way um and so that was our theme going to the preliminary final the 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 song which um didn't work that well but (laughs) but you know i think the great thing is our players really enjoyed the you know the theme based okay. they buy into it yeah, yeah well yeah. the theme based coming into a game which yeah. um, they seem to enjoy anyway um, yeah. last question you, um, I'm going to assume you've had, you have since the win premiership you've had Richmond supporters come up to you and tell you what it meant to them yeah yeah um, do you understand your sort of position now in Richmond history um, as a drought breaking look I I don't. I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I never really get caught up in, in my career or anything. I'm very, very lucky to do what I do and I love what I do. What, what I did enjoy about those people, and this is a thing that I'll forever remember, is the tales people told me about, you know, I got to share with my son what my father shared with his dad, you know, with the 1980 grand final or, you know, that sort of thing. It was just... And people were quite fascinated how, because I love that story, because, you know, I, I used to barrack for Fitzroy, and me and my dad went every game, you know, and I was saying, you don't realise how lucky you are. I, I never got to experience that with my father, you know, going to a grand final yeah. or winning a grand final and on the final siren, siren hugging. You know, my dad obviously was at the grand final with me, but, yeah. you know, we didn't get to celebrate. We celebrated. It was a different celebration again, and I really enjoyed those stories. From the people coming up to me, many people sort of, oh, sorry to come up. Like, 
I loved it. Loved hearing about it. Because the day to me was so special. And, you know, look, I, I think when I eventually finish, I might be a little bit different. But at this stage, you know, once again, it's... The senior coach gets a lot of the plaudits, but it takes a, a whole club to, to win a flag. And we're very blessed with a great deal of people in here that have been incredibly helpful to me and supported me and give me great you know, guidance along the way. Um, and without those people, to be fair, I wouldn't be a premiership coach, there's no doubt. Well, I'm one of those supporters because my dad was at the 54 grand final with his parents. He yeah. was a first grade supporter. Yeah. So I was at... 54? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you remember back from Footscray, did he? He did, yes. Yeah, I didn't realise. Yeah. And I was at the 2017 yeah. uh, with him yeah. and mum. Yeah. And I thought, I can't, this is... It was his wedding anniversary the other day, wasn't yeah, it? 48, yeah, 48, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a bit of a... That, I, I'm one of those supporters. I'm like, I shared it. It was a shared experience. Yeah, but it'd be one of the best memories of your life, I, I would I imagine. Think best, I think it's... I don't think it's going to be topped. Yeah. Just the emotion and the, the day. I don't think it... No matter what happens to me in my life, that's... Mm. Something will happen. That's forever. why keeps coming back. Yeah, oh, I, I still think about it as much as I shouldn't think about it. I think about it all the time. <laughs> and yeah, the, the it's one go away. Well, the one great regret I have is that you know we, we we won the flag, but we didn't actually get to go down Swan Street. I would have loved for oh. the bus to turn left, not right, and take us to the casino. <laughs> but the bus, we were trying to get him a turn, but he said, "Listen, if I go in there, it ain't coming out that bus." <laughs> but it would have just been great to spend it here with the fans because. I think it's the one downside about the grand finals. The AFL forces you to have a function at um, Crown Casino. Whereas if oh. we could have just stayed here and got all the supporters yeah. back to the ground. And, well, everyone's here. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And, and just get the cup to come out every yep. 10 minutes and cheer and sing the song again. It's it's one of my great well, regrets, but we'll just have to do it again. I was going to say, let's have it next time. Yeah. That's it. I'm happy very much with that. No, that's, so that's thank good. You. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Right. Thanks for no. one minute.